Welcome to Chatting with Fate Accompli. I'm your host, Logan Wolf, and today I'm joined by my good friend, Scott Jacobson. Yo. <sighs> Michael Hanna. <laughs> Michael, I'm so sorry. Michael. Hi, <laughs> guys. Michael, you are welcome here. I'm here. Maybe. Michael, I'm actually excited to have you. Sure you are. <laughs> Michael, if you need to go to Human Resources, I will show you where Human Resources is. It's just I'll a go door. in there with Thank you. It, it's a door with nothing behind it. It's just a, it's a door yeah. in a two-story building. <laughs> Lead to outside. <laughs> Haven't been busted yet. Oh, Lord. <clears throat> All right. On today's episode of Chatting with Fate Accompli, we're going to, of course, talk about what we always talk about every week. And we're going to actually go ahead and talk about how the Republicans have been <laughs> stating for so long, for like the past couple of months, like a bunch of dinguses <laughs> that, oh, wow, Boy, Joseph, Joseph Biden is, oh, look at these gas prices. Isn't, isn't Biden such a bad president? And now, <laughs> now they're going down. And Republicans I remember now. Like, What's going on? But you didn't, he, oh, God, sorry. I like... <laughs> Logan, the floor is yours. Explain yourself. <laughs> no. We're going to go ahead and talk about... Refuse the to floor? elaborate. Oh, there's no floor. We're going to go Walking ahead and talk... Actually, we're actually going to go ahead and talk about pre-release coverage of video games. Kind of, I guess, how it sort of evolved in a bit. In so, I'll kind of talk about that. I don't know about the other guys. Uh, how <laughs> it's kind of evolved over to the do. years. And what it's um, like, it just, I don't know. Is it good for the industry? Is it bad for the industry? And just kind of our general thoughts on covering a game, especially if it's like a triple A title, essentially almost to death before the game even comes out. So I don't know. Do you guys have any like general thoughts on pre-release coverage? Like, is it good? Is it bad? Um, do you think there's like sort of excess? Is it uh, in a good point where it's like just enough. What are you, what are you fellas? What are you thinking? It's good for us. It's bad for the companies. <laughs> I mean, it's good for us because we get to see what we're going to, you know, spend our money on. It's bad for them because they'd rather we didn't see that, you know? <laughs> are you <laughs> <They> sure? <laughs> are you sure? Am, uh, make me unsure, I guess. I don't, I don't know what you want me to say. I wouldn't. I don't know if I'd necessarily say it's bad for the company because, well, I guess in kind of in my eyes, I'm someone who absolutely hates spoilers. I love going into things pretty, pretty blind. So honestly, that has come to bite me in the ass sometimes where I'm just like, wow, this game sucks. But for games that are good, it's been a really nice experience. And it really seems like marketing departments cannot help themselves but show us literally everything of the game remember the opening god of war trailer the new god of no. war trailer where it showed off like i would be willing to guess like several major plot points where now the mystery of oh is this thing gonna happen is this god gonna show up is no longer a guess that i am excitedly waiting well not even i excitedly sorry that was a bit mildly waiting yeah that that i was like semi-interested in like oh this could be interesting and now the trailer is just like yep that's gonna happen aren't you excited and i'm just like no you just ruined it what do you mean <laughs> So honestly, that's actually you? a lot of the pre-release coverage for God of War and 
so it, it, it the game has to be like something like Elden Ring, where I watched one pre-release footage because it was one area, and I knew that they you can't. It's really hard to spoil shit for Dark Souls because you have to like the story's really. I, I don't even know if you. Well, yeah, I'll say convoluted, but you also have to be paying attention. So it's really hard to spoil it in a trailer. <laughs> like you just... have to, you have to pay attention. You kind of have to go out of your way. For you do things. very much so. So it's really hard for them to do it in a trailer, and that got me excited because I was like, "Wow, this looks really cool!" And all they really did was show off gameplay, where every other pre-release game is like, "This is the entire story," and I'm just like, "Here it is." Why? <laughs> <laughs> or sometimes it's not the whole story, or sometimes it's not even the real story. And then they get you with false marketing. Hey, look at it, you naughty dog. <laughs> I, I, I set the fuse. I knew what I was doing. <laughs> well, okay. Well, last was part two, Halo I, 5. Yeah, it does become a common thing. Just like, yeah. just setting up just something that's not true. Just to lie to your audience. <laughs> a bold new marketing strategy. Lying. <laughs> Lying. I will say that is... Because that, that's... That's like not even. Will you that, say? That, that, sorry, that like actually. Will you? That I think I can. I the first one I can remember doing that. Not that I actually played it, but like the earliest example I can think of is Metal Gear Solid Two. I don't remember if the marketing was all about Snake, but like most of the game you play is Raiden. I think like it was implied by many things because I do remember hearing <laughs> a lot of stink that you know what I don't want to play as Raiden, being yeah. you know with the expectation that you wouldn't be playing as Raiden. Yeah. Joke's on you, loser. You're playing and as Raiden. That does kind of suck, but I don't... I, I I could be wrong. I don't think it was as bad as Naughty Dog's thing, because here's here's why I rag on this so much, and it's not that a, it's not a oh, Logan hates Last of Us Part 2 thing. It's not just that. He hates it. It's because... He does, he does hate it. Well, no. It's because he, he they literally it. took scenes. It, there are scenes in the game where in the trailer it's Joel... But in the game, it's another character. Joel isn't in the game. Heavily, it is heavily implied through what we would assume are cutscenes in the game that Joel is a big part of the entire game. But all of his scenes are essentially replaced or not in the actual game. And it's just like, that is... <coughs> oh, sorry. Oh, God. Why? It's, it's well, carving the life out of Logan right now. Yeah, sorry. I call that lying. No, but like, I don't think. I don't eat, and I don't know too much about the law. But I feel like I've I heard like rumbling. (laughs) I don't know too much about. No, 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 no. But like, (laughs) look, we know what you mean. You said it weird. Yeah, yeah, I did. Like false advertising. Like I, I don't. I don't know too much. But in terms of what they did, I could see somebody make it with my knowledge, having a reasonable case for actually winning a lawsuit because they lied. They literally altered it to lie to you, to get you interested because they know you like that. There have been a few of those. I mean, where they like make scenes just for the movie, just for the trailer trailer. or sorry, just for the trailer. The movie it's different. Yeah. But I feel like with a movie, there's cuts, you know, like maybe they cut the scene and whatnot. Like, no, right. It's not entirely the same, but that's they different. Do that right. They do it I, no, no, no. I, I agree. No, movies. yeah. They yeah. do have, right. yeah. Like but the iconic kinda... shot at the end of the Infinity War trailer where everyone's running. That's not in the movie. There's not really yeah. any precedent for being in the movie. It wouldn't make sense in the movie. No, yeah. But 
I would say movies have a bit more of a past because they obviously have to cut scenes. Whereas this was very much they 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 altered it. Like it's not that the right. scenes well even if some of the scenes are missing, it's like not as acceptable in games because like you shouldn't do that. You can't say there's a mechanic in your game and then just be like, uh, uh, nope. <laughs> but there was well, very clearly is... there was very Who's gonna there, speak? Okay. there was very clearly a change or sorry, there were scenes in there that pretty much were like, no, you changed this. I don't care really at what point you changed it. You obviously did it and made no effort to be like, hey guys, here's a new trailer with like the updated stuff. So it was very deceitful. I have a, wait, Michael, is your thing going to take us away from Last of Us? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, real quick, can I just slide in? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I just want to slide in because I have a a spurious unresearched theory that this (laughs) popped into my head. Yeah. Uh, because actually there was a, the very first trailer for The Last of Us Part 2. It was very short. It wasn't anything taken from the game. It was just basically to set the mood. Yeah. Uh, and actually from that teaser, I won't get into spoilers here, but it implied that what happens to Joel would happen. Like his role would be limited. And people actually discerned that from that teaser and theorized it. And so I can't help but wonder if Naughty Dog with that second trailer, which was years afterwards, right? Because this is how these things yeah. work. We get the one trailer, we get a couple of years, then we finally get a second trailer. Yeah. I can't but wonder if they had that in their minds when they were making that to try and deliberately change the flow of expectations by and lying. Isn't that what The Last of Us 2 is all about? Subverting expectations in horrible ham-fisted ways that don't work. <laughs> right. It was that just make- a lie. Yeah, you subverted my expectations because I expect you to tell the truth. But like, I, what? <laughs> well, this is where this ends. This is what? I, but we, I, let's not turn it into that again. We, could, uh, we have another this the, is, that this episodes. Is, this is the final thing I will say on this because I've watched a couple of, I, I don't know why, sometimes they just randomly pop up into my feed to torture me. Like just some reviews on The Last of Us. Like, Sure. Or sorry, The Last of Us Part 2. I understand there are good points to the game. Anybody, I I still wholly disagree with anyone saying that the story was brave or I don't know, whatever, the revolution. I don't know, bold however the brash. fuck they describe Yeah, bold and brave. Whatever <laughs> More the, like how, how they in the trash! However they, descri- <laughs> however they describe it like it. that. And maybe it's just my personal what I think about what I write and what I consume where I'm just like, no, this is like not What's very you? revolutionary, but I, I will hard disagree with anyone saying that it's oh, the brave. <laughs> it just makes it itself look smarter deal. by being nonlinear, but yeah. we don't need to get into that for another. Yeah, like, sorry, done, episode done. Number 50. I said it was the last thing I'm done. I'm done. So Michael, uh, take yeah, your strong, capable hands, wrap it around Logan, gonna... push him away and then talk about a new subject. It wasn't going to go much further. I, <laughs> I was just going to bring up with the trailer. Like you know, I want you to push being a little <laughs> being a little different from the Very actual movies kind of like the video game trailers it's like in the sense of we've all seen like no way home right or scott you have at least i don't think Logan i've really seen cared. no way home i don't, yeah. I don't think I but have. so like in the trailer they have like in one of the scenes where uh all three of the spider-men are jumping at the villains at the statue of liberty in the trailer it's just the tom holland mm-hmm. spider-man they have the other two not right. in it Mm. But then in the actual movie, it's obviously they're all three there. So they just completely like <clears throat> took the two of them out of the trailer to obviously avoid anyone knowing that right. they were going to have 
Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield Spider-Man. So they do kind of the same thing where they, in the movie trailers, well, they like completely change it, the context here, of it. There's actually my... a really funny gaffe with that trailer specifically. I just want to slide in here. Yeah, uh, I think it was like the Brazilian version or something. There was one version of that Uh-oh. trailer online that uh, I, I think the other, the main version <clears throat> of the trailer also edited out the lizard who's in there. Uh, <laughs> the Brazilian one didn't. Specifically, a moment in which the it look you know it looks like the one Spider Man's there because they edited out the other two, but they didn't edit uh-huh. out the fact that the lizard gets kicked by something and starts flying <laughs> backwards. <laughs> <laughs> and so people are like, "Huh, I think there's gonna be a second Spider Man there." Yeah, uh-huh. the lizard just got kicked in the jaw by no one. I will say the only thing I will say about that is what they're doing is editing it to. And again, it's subverting expectations, but they're not taking away. They're adding to it. They're adding yeah. to that context. You know what I mean? So it's more so like, oh, we're going to keep some things hidden. Like it's still going to be interest. We're not taking away this Spider-Man from the scene. It's still going to be in the movie. But hey, there's actually going to be more in it. There's going to be more to it. We're just being a little bit of sneaky snakes. But we're oh, not right. doing anything that changes well i'm not saying that there's three of them in there and then there's actually only one yeah there's actually one no they were saying right there's one in there but we're being a little snake or there might be more two and there's more context to it we add we're not subtracting and i think that's a that's a thing did kick the lizard in the jaw yeah (laughs) it was another spider-man i don't know why i'm imagining toby mcguire's spider-man is like really big and out of shape man Looks good. Fits into the suit like always. Uh-huh. Just you know, he's working out, doing some, uh, doing some uh, sit-ups. You know, getting strong, getting big. Getting swole. Peter B. Parker. Peter B. Parker over here. Thank you for picking up what I was doing. <laughs> oh my goodness gracious! But yeah, I will honestly say my overall opinion of pre-release coverage is, I I feel like it's, I feel like it's pretty negative, honestly, for both the industry and us as consumers because by the time we get our hands on a game unless a marketing department is actually tactful which (laughs) most aren't what (laughs) the pre-release footage is honestly going to take away a lot of the mystery and a lot of the for me anyway because i really care about story and spoilers and whatnot i'm just gonna be waiting for parts of the trailer to happen be like oh cool that finally happened all right right and it's bad no, for marketing yeah, because yeah. Uh, game developers, especially AAA ones, have fucking given up. So people get to see their shit gamer and they're like, wow, right. I'm not going to buy that. <laughs> right. Well, it's a fine line. You know, oh, well, I think on the other side of the coin, and maybe yeah. you can disagree with me on this, but, yep. you know, an example of a trailer that's actually <laughs> intriguing you before, you know, you dive in. And I'm yep. speaking for you. Maybe you can speak no, for yourself later. Maybe. No, I <laughs> I mean, you have the Resident Evil Village trailer, which we thought was like, huh, that showed up a pretty big plot happening in which Chris just showed up, killed your wife, hit the gritty, then stole your daughter. <laughs> like, that's weird. But, you know, oh, that ends up being work. the first scene, and it's not really a spoiler. I want to and, emphasize you know, that, hook. that Chris did not hit the gritty in the game, despite... I want to emphasize that Lo- Logan has a lawyer in the room right now. <laughs> so if he's telling, he can- he telling the legal truth. Not telling the gospel. No, what I'm doing is I'm putting out a call to the modding community. (laughs) When when Chris fucking fills Mia with lead 
And Ethan looks As back up does. to him to say why. He looks back up into Chris's eyes, and Chris is hitting the gritty. <laughs> Son, why? And he still says, sorry, Ethan. He says, sorry, Ethan. And then he well, shoots he hit- her more. Yeah, then he shoots her more, and then his, as they bring Rose down from upstairs, Chris is still hitting the gritty <laughs> while they're bringing Ethan over. Yeah, and then Rose is hitting the gritty. Too much gritty. Do it. But see, stuff like that builds interest uh, in a certain way. You know, yeah. it caught our attention, right? It got us into the, like, huh, why is Chris hitting the gritty? It stuff did. like that. But what they did is they were smart and they had one of the like big interesting parts in the beginning of their game. And yeah, for I'll be honest, part of it, I was just like, ah, damn, like that sucks. Like, fuck, they gave away a big part. And then it happened in the beginning of the game. And I was just like, oh, oh, they just gave away the opening. And that was it. I was like, oh, right. All right. And I'll say Village had a, a pretty great marketing campaign generally. Because they, they very smartly <laughs> oriented it around a very simple and easy to understand part of a game that is very confusing and complicated in some ways. Yeah. Tall Vampire Lady. That is our marketing campaign. <laughs> yeah, really. Simple, easy to remember, and memeable to hell. It, and the yeah. game sold great. It's, he's very right. <laughs> they know their audience. <clears throat> They're like, Tall Vampire Lady. Go nuts, internet. We know you're going to. <laughs> right. This is and the emblem of our game we're sharing to you. And they went nuts. Yeah. Internet's like, hell yeah. I don't know what this is doing in my Resident Evil, but I want it. <laughs> and I want it yesterday. Come on now. And I need it. Yes. The only bad thing about that, though, is it kind of backfired on them for me because Lady Demetrisk is gone after like the first fourth of the game. And she's gone right. completely. And I'll be I honest, even, I was forced as being generous. It's like 20% yeah. of the way in. She's just in the bin, just in the bin. And I'll be honest, I was just kind of like, <sighs> where's my big family? We have to keep lady. going. And like, she's gone. It's like that meme. Uh, I love my vampire lady. I love my vampire lady. Where is my vampire lady? I do agree. I do agree with that. <laughs> but I, I guess the question is, you know, but did it fail? Did the marketing campaign still fail? I mean, the pre-release coverage got us in. It worked. Yeah. The one in a hundred times it works. <laughs> Here we go, boys. <laughs> yeah. Point proven. <laughs> I could be wrong here, but it feels like pre-release coverage, it, it, you feel it more these days because it just feels so, very commercial. Oh, no, uh, Scott, thank you. That was what I was going to bring up before uh, we went into that conversation is that mm-hmm. that's the other thing I'm so sick of for pre-release footage and coverage is it's so like, it's so just corporate and clean and like just like right. super safe speak. No one ever is like, out there it's always like these gameplay demos remember the ubisoft fake gamer gameplay demos hey look i found some gear all right coming over to check it out coming over to check it out it's level 37 oh that's gonna look great on you oh thanks pal scott let's check out this cave scott shut up you're actually giving me ptsd about that like (laughs) my my heart is just like went through some like fucking palpitations like cringing so hard into my Ah, uh, uh, that was it's gross. not Ubisoft, but I'm remembering the Sea of Thieves. That, that was, was very gross. similar. <laughs> well, yeah, fire Ubisoft off the is... port bow. Got him, Captain Scott. And scene. Scott, stop it. Or the fucking the alpha for siege when they're like, oh, shoot through the wall, 
Get him. He's right there. Have, <laughs> oh, it's Havoc, guys. Remember it's Havoc. He got me. Already. It's the Legend <laughs> 27. <laughs> <laughs> Darn it, Havoc got me again. That's the one game that, yeah, I definitely expect that kind of banter to be with. It's Rainbow Six Siege. Wow, nice one, teammate. You did a great job. Everyone's happy to be here. That's why I say Ubisoft Ubisoft and, like, EA are the biggest offenders of that. Where they have, like, the especially Ubisoft, like, the division. Like, every single... God, that's so... But it oh, hasn't he's, he's coming up on your six. On your rainbow six. <laughs> oh man, check out this loot. As if, not, as if, as if the cover. I like, yeah, man, I'm happy for you. No, that's not how the conversation would go. The conversation would go like this. Oh man, I got a legendary. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the, the fake siege conversation is like, man, that was good. I think we'll need to rotate to the other room next time. The real life, swap off glass, you idiot moron. Why are you, you sniping dumbass. its house? You fucking moron bitch. What are you doing? Then you get team killed for picking Rook. Remember when that was a thing? <laughs> but it doesn't. It hasn't stopped, though. They still, unless they they, still, maybe it's slowed, but they still do that. Where it's they still like, do that. We're still, we're playing, we're having a good time. Oh, look, no. a pig, I'm going to call it pig. They're like, whoa, that's me playing the game. They're just like us. Hey, guys, I'm going to join your world. And it's just like, God, fuck, shut, shut up. Why can't we just talk to <laughs> a, people? A player joins the session. Oh, look who it is. Hey, yo, what's up? Oh, always. God. Always. I'm having, I'm having division flashbacks where somebody joined in and oh. they literally were like that. I'm like, remembering oh, Anthem was online. Like that. All right, wasn't oh. Destiny have something like that too? For one of the early things too. Did they? You no, know, I can't remember stuff for pre-release I, Destiny. I, I wasn't re- paying attention to pre-release Destiny yeah. stuff. I do remember Destiny did have some live action stuff, but I don't think it was anything particularly offensive. I think it was kind of just like them being in like I think it was like the live action commercials where it's like, oh, like, you know, they're in their guardian suits, but they weren't like, oh, Tango down. No, it was like the thing where it's just <laughs> like you're like, it wasn't like the fake gameplay thing. It was just like they're in the game. And, you know, there was some cringe lines like, you know, oh, we're going to get the fallen or whatever. But it wasn't nearly as offensive. We're get them, guys. Because it was live action. It, it, like it wasn't trying to be gameplay and trying to be real game. And it's just like, right. Like it's not it's not great. It's not bad. <laughs> well, Destiny did something unique that I ha- I don't know that many other games have done. I don't know. Well, I feel the fir- like a lot first of things first was bad. uh Paul McCartney. They had Paul McCartney in there. Uh, and he like made he a song that, for yeah. it. Hmm. It's like that happens a lot for like movies and stuff, <sighs> you know, like Titanic and whatnot. You don't really see that with games. Where's the yeah. game songs? Where isn't Paul McCartney in the new Call of Duty? They could use his talents. Well, I was going to say a lot of games actually have fantastic themes. It's just it's because the famous person doesn't sing them or because they're games. No one thinks that. You know, sorry, game music is like a whole topic to get. Up. I'm going to stop. <laughs> I can yeah, feel the hand clutching his throat saying, no, yeah. the words are done now. Change the sentence. Um, yeah, so 
like I sorry, like I literally just yeah. like completely lost when we were talking. About. <laughs> well, part of the the like the commercial feel that I feel is that it's very easy to tell which games are trying to court the websites because you'll see stuff like you'll have games that have no like coverage whatsoever. Like they're just yeah. trotted out to die. But then you'll have games that are just like every single second of every day there is an article about it. And like sure. you can tell that someone's behind that. Yeah. Like I, I can't, I don't know if it's at there yet, but I feel like I see a lot of Saints Row stuff from IGN specifically. And I'm getting, I'm getting suspicious that it's going to be one of those games where it's like, Hey, let's just keep doing little clips and stuff like that. Like, Hey, check out this new vehicle in Saints Row available in a week, stuff like that. I don't think that it's been one of those games, but it, it feels like it's going to be one of those games. Oh, it's very much going to be one of those games. Cause nobody's going to like it, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> Not but I want the characters the in my living room Saints. or something. I can't remember what they said. No one who played the original Saints Row is going to like it. The only people they're going to get is like 12-year-olds who's never played Saints Row before. Maybe. Look Even at this brand new game like, that's so. never been made before. <laughs> I'm so excited, guys. We really want these characters to be characters you'd want in your living room. Why the fuck would I want to play as someone I want in my living room? <laughs> well, that's a category of, I guess it counts as pre-release coverage that... Yeah almost unanimously gets me to go uh every time it's yeah. not even like pre-release coverage and stuff of the game it's just developers talking about the game yeah and i don't mean to be i, I like that you know i like to hear from the developers i like to people to remember that hey oh, there are people making the these things uh, michael shut up <laughs> like the, not just these faceless <laughs> machines pooping out video games one other's people making them yeah but a lot of the times it feels like when i actually hear about a developer having comments it's it's bad comments <laughs> like like that comment is not like an official sanctioned comment like we want to make relatable characters that can be in your living rooms like nothing turned me off your game faster than you saying that yeah because well, saints row characters i would never want in my living room i yeah. wouldn't want them in my house i don't want them to have my address i would meet them like states away yeah but because they're just that wacky and interesting and i know that their wacky interesting stuff is going to mean my house is going to be turned into a fucking <laughs> grease puddle yeah <laughs> And that, that was what I also to say with developers, because there are times where I do like hearing from the developers because you can clearly hear like the passion that they have behind them. But I don't know if I've maybe it's just me being cynical, but I feel like there's Probably. a lot of develop. I feel like there, a lot be. of developer stuff that I see now is it just sounds like the most pretentious, douchey things on the planet that come out of their mouth. They're just like, our game is like the second coming of Christ. There's so much good stuff in our video but game. It's so and we good. Really you don't care. even know, bro. It's just like, I'm just sitting there like, I don't believe a goddamn word coming out of your mouth. Like, uh, what was it? No, I had a game that, oh, Back for Blood. Back for Blood. Anytime I listen to the developers of Back for Blood, it pisses me off because they're just like, we, uh, as the creators of Left for Dead, and it's just like, you're five guys on like the 60-person team that made Left for Dead, and you made a shit knockoff. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> Not in their rights, Logan. If you've ever, if you have, if you want to see what I'm, what I see, because I know you two didn't really play Left for Dead a lot. I played it a lot. Um, as soon as I saw Back for Blood, honestly, I was just like, no. If you want a good video that really kind of emanates and really resonates with what I'm saying, have you heard of, uh, what's the guy's name? I think it's like Crobat. Uh, Twitch.tv slash Black Hole. Yeah. I'm thinking of Crobycat also. To oh, Crobycat. Sorry. 
he's got a fantastic video on like essentially because he's the guy that makes all the videos where he doesn't actually say any commentary he literally just like lets the evidence and like the clips speak for themselves it's actually i really like his style because it's it's it's, honestly it's great but he's got a fantastic video on how valve carried left for dead like how like valve made it like the good like not to say that the other five guys that were a part of it because i think they may have come up with the original concept not that it wasn't a bad concept or not that they weren't you know not that it wasn't a good idea but there were like a lot of like valve put in a lot of footwork to really make it like the special thing that it is and i would recommend not just you two i would honestly recommend anyone listening to watch that because it's it's great i'm i'm pretty sure let me you guys talk while i look it up i'm pretty sure well this might be a tangent from the pre-release marketing but you've brought it up and so i want to talk about it now yeah. Pro tip, if you see any game that's like from the creators of or something like that, some vaguely related, like another company owns it kind of game. Yeah. That's not typically actually a good sign. Yes. Because yeah. that's a very broad umbrella to fall under. Like we did this. <laughs> like the one that comes to my mind is Banjo-Kazooie developers, quote unquote, yeah. worked on ukulele. Yeah, ukulele. Oh, like God. we helped create it. <laughs> the two people who were part of it, I think it was two, they were like art directors or something. Like they didn't actually make the gameplay or anything. Yeah. You could tell by playing the game and saying, huh, this is a very, very bad version of Banjo Kazooie. Yeah, here's the video. Sorry, just because I haven't pulled up. It's Back for Blood Proves Valve Carried Left for Did by Crow Cat. Left for Seriously. Dude. Left for Dude. Seriously though. I would highly recommend anyone listening and especially you two to watch this because it really, yeah, it really, it really encapsulates why like it, if you want to understand why I get really frustrated, because I think Scott said it best when you do see anything saying from the creators of like, you need to take a massive grain of salt with that because you have no idea who they actually are or what they actually did on the original. That video encapsulates like my feelings on it and why I'm so wary of it. Like, and I'll be honest, I was a bit wary of Outer Worlds because that was also from like, oh, the the creators of Fallout New Vegas. And I was just like, okay, like Fallout New Vegas is like my favorite game of all time. What is actually happening? But it was actually the entire studio. So it was the studio. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't like five guys that made a new studio and said they did it. It was the same one. I don't know if everyone's still there, so that's kind of iffy, but it was at least the same studio that made the original. So I was just like, okay, probably right. a bit more okay. okay <laughs> right. Well, it's an easy trap to fall into because it's easy for films because you can be like the director of Logan and now yeah, making Indiana Jones. And you're yeah, like, okay, one guy. Yeah, because that, that's a person with a vision a second, of some I sort. I talking about Logan here, and I was like, what do you yeah. I made a movie. I made a Hollywood movie about me. It's called Logan. He and did. And I released it at the same time as Logan. And then Logan beat Logan. And I... I... I'm terrifically. Never mentioning Logan it again. Logan Powerful. Powerful piece of cinema. Never, Never saw it. Saw it. <laughs> <laughs> but stuff like that. Like, you can be like, oh, the director did that. Oh, the studio did that. That's not helpful at all, but okay. But, yeah. you know, it, it's a little bit more constrained. Yes. Yeah, games are, I mean, all stuff like that, like films and like dozens and dozens of people working on them. But games specifically have dozens and dozens of departments of people working on them. And so how if do- you just see the creators of, you need to look into that. Just and know how- who, you, who you're dealing with here. How do they get away with that? 
Hi, I'm Jim. I wrote a single line of code. I made Left 4 Dead. It's like, whoa. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> like, no, you didn't. What are you talking about? Right. Like, I, I, I don't. Well, that that's happened Probably to some, a few like, developers where it's like something. Right. Well, they can say they worked on it. Like, I think uh, you ever heard of the developer American McGee? No. He it's made. A, I mean, no, yeah, he's no. not very popular. He's most known for his uh, Alice in Wonderland games. Have you ever heard of Alice oh. Madness Returns? Yeah, 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 I've heard of that. Yeah, he made that. Uh, I think his whole claim to you know getting the steer that he did was that he worked on Doom. I don't know what he did on Doom. I don't think anybody knows what he did on Doom. <laughs> <laughs> he just lied. He didn't even work on Doom. He's just been saying. Maybe he didn't go for Doom. <laughs> I feel like I could say that. I could be like, yeah, I worked on Doom, and then someone would give me a studio to make my game, and I wouldn't have to substantiate it in any capacity. Right. Well, that's where the, that was like <laughs> the big bro. one. Like, oh, I worked on Doom, and then people just got jobs from that <laughs> because they worked on Doom, and because Doom is a video game. There you go. There you go. It's as simple as that. From yeah, the yeah. creators of this bad game, here's another bad game. Wow! <laughs> I've been waiting so long. Incredible. It is It is kind of fun. I, I wish I could think of an example. I want to say maybe like some Bethesda thing where they're just like, from the creators of Fallout 4 or Fallout 76. It's like, you should not be putting that on there. <laughs> like, that's, I don't think they will. That's not no, a good gonna, <laughs> they'll, they'll say Skyrim and they'll say Fallout 3 and they won't be wrong, technically speaking. <laughs> that's the beauty of it. We just have it all right. Yeah. But that so, actually so speaks to, I think, a something else if i could change the topic unless you yeah, was, should we get back to pre-release <laughs> coverage? right well I, that kind of goes back to what we're talking about for you know why it's actually sometimes well it's obviously a gamble and if you win it's a pretty good payoff yeah but you know why co- maybe companies don't want too much pre-release stuff uh, it's because whatever we can imagine is obviously going to be better than the final product and so <laughs> yeah. developers want to play that game as much as yeah. they can like just imagine, if you will, a video game. I am wow. so <laughs> video game you can think of. Right. So yeah, I. Well, you say I that forgot they, what I was saying. Uh, you keep saying <laughs> that oh, game companies don't want like that footage. I, I disagree. It seems they want more and more of it because nobody it, shuts it's up. Weird. <laughs> right. Maybe that's like they're the overhead company, like forcing the developers to do it. But I don't know. Right. But nobody will shut up. Right. But even if they don't like, hey, here's shut up per se. <laughs> but yeah, but it's exactly like what? Are, what are you selling right here right now? They just say Saints Row a lot, like, and you know, aren't you interested in this just, next? I got, we got, we got a new screenshot from Saints Row, <laughs> a singular one. We wrote a five-page article on it. Don't you want to Is see there it? Anything else to say? <laughs> no. It's like, um, no. <laughs> right. Or not even like something in the game. It's just like with these weird sort of platitudinous statements like Saints Row, an open world game. Saints Row and developers. And then there we go. Uh, then something about like diversity or some, I don't know, just like pick a buzzword and you're just like, what, what does this have to do with the game? Right. Oh, oh, that's nothing. Cool. Nothing. <laughs> that's the neat. That's part. the neat part. Nothing. It doesn't. Ah. <laughs> 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 <sighs>
I feel like, yeah, there's just a lot of pre-release footage or footage, sorry, pre-release coverage. And we can kind of get into this a little, or maybe this is just the summary of just quote unquote coverage of the game that has nothing to do with the game. And you're just kind of like, oh, the, the, the developers from uh, uh, fucking uh, Fallout 4 uh, gave a bagel to a homeless man on the street. And it's just like, cool. <laughs> Why are you, you telling it. me that? <laughs> Why are you telling me about the bagel I could have had? Yeah. What the fuck? Why didn't they give me the bagel? <laughs> well, but there's, no, there's a like, line, in, though, I think to like, it. Sorry, you did one. You yeah, go, I was, you it, it's like seriously that quality of like reporting, though. It's just like, what the, what, isn't this a game journal website? Why are you telling me what the developer does on his off days? I, but, uh, what? <laughs> right. That's well, like, uh, there's just so much that's not about the game, and definitely <laughs> one area that I think has declined significantly, and I think this is where the you know. The, the developers maybe aren't too keen on getting too much out there in case, you know, it spoils your appetite or whatever like that. Yeah. But there, we've talked about this before, too. There's just not enough gameplay no. in pre-release stuff. No game, no hype. Well, I say that, but then they show the entire game, and I'm just like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> no game, no hype, that's the rules. Logan. I was actually going to bring out... What I like... It would be... Let's say this. Why can't there be, like... One like CGI trailer that's for like the story stuff, but it like it keeps it vague, keeps it vague, doesn't really give away too much. Maybe you tickle mm. the balls a little, but don't not too much. Oh, not too much. And then you have like a trailer for, and then have a trailer for like a gameplay showcase. And then, and then that's it. Obviously, you know, obviously that can't be it. But like, why? Why does everything have to reveal everything? Why can't you just... Why can't you tickle my balls a little? <laughs> Why do you have to grab onto him? Why do you have to squeeze him? Why can't you just... just little, all he's asking, so man. you remember who was here. <laughs> but the, obviously the imagination game is a pretty strong one because then you look at something like God of War Ragnarok, which I think in total we've had two trailers, which means about four minutes of actual yeah. pre-release coverage, like officially. And I think about 5% of that is actually gameplay. The most recent trailer was totally just CG and nothing happened. Actually, the most boring God of War stuff happened. Kratos like punched two dudes and looked at a wolf. I'm not even exaggerating. That's what it is. <laughs> like it, it was the slowest fight choreography I've ever seen. They obviously just threw that together. So they had something for the release date reveal. Yeah. We love everybody at the Santa Monica Studios. We love them very much. But like no, we don't. that game has had <laughs> so right. little coverage. Michael doesn't count in this, in this poll. <laughs> uh, we've had so little coverage of God of War Ragnarok. We've seen very little of the game. There's been like very, very slight glimpses of gameplay. And there were just people chomping at the bit. There were people like fighting developers to get the release date. People were showing like pictures of their genitals to the developers to get the release date. I'm not even, sorry, I'm not even joking. I wish I was joking. That. Oh, God. We got him, boys. We found Why? him. Why? Why? Because apparently people are just just cannot wait for this game we've seen like three minutes of and it's like i know the first one was very warmly regarded but you've like seen very little evidence like like people are saying like oh it's going to be a fight between elden ring and god of war ragnarok it could well be but what grounds do you have for that yet like they've shown nothing of the game 
Scott, it's I'm not even sure what the plot's going to overall be because they're showing like five no, different things going on. Scott, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what the plot's going to be. It's a triple gay. It's a triple A triple game. <laughs> it's a triple gay game. <laughs> you heard it. You heard it here, folks. It's a triple A game that's got the franchise behind it to make anyone to. They have a big enough audience for them. It doesn't fucking matter if the game is dog shit there's gonna be people that are just like (gasps) there's too much of a fucking mob mentality in their community that's why they care so much about a fucking sequel to a fucking average game Mm -hmm. sorry god of war like i don't even again god of war is not a bad game by any means i don't think so it is not as amazing as everyone says it is it's not. <laughs> if right. you've played the original God of Wars, you'd know why. You've learned the lessons that those games did that have been forgotten. Yes. Also, because I'm just sick of everyone. I don't mean to keep coming back to this, but I fucking have to. I'm so sick of Sony games just being the last of us in a different fucking iteration. It's boring. <laughs> well, I, I, I'll see your last of us, Logan, and I'll raise you another last of us. Because this has been something that's been we debated talking about this peek behind the curtain, yeah. but this has been another interesting pre-release case that since we're talking about it, I might as well touch on the Last of Us remake, uh, Last of Us Part One. Uh, people were just like really let down lately from a, a series of leaks, and that's not coverage to be fair. Yeah. But you know there were blurbs when the game was revealed that it would have rebuilt <clears throat> gameplay. It would have uh, you know it'd be renovated from the ground up. And then leaks showed the gameplay, and gameplay has been shown in an official capacity now, probably in a response to the leaks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and the gameplay is the, the Last of Us. It's The Last of Us. I mean, like, are any of you surprised? It's The Last of Us. They're remaking the first Last of Us, and it's going to have the same gameplay. And people were just distraught. People couldn't believe it. People what? were like, are you kidding me? And my question was... What did you expect? What did you expect? This is a remake of the first Last of Us. Some people were thinking, like, at least from I don't think it was like sarcastic bait on Twitter. It could be. It's hard to tell. And if it's hard to tell, then it means that the real stuff is there. The people were like, oh, we thought encounters would be like redesigned to be like a more of a Last of Us 2 style. It'd be bigger, different enemy placement, stuff like that. It's a it's a remake. It's You've a said re- it's they've said it's a faithful remake. Rebuilt gameplay doesn't mean that it's new gameplay. It just means that they took the systems and they, you know, zhuzhed them up a bit to do the same thing. Like what do you how do you But again, it's this it's the it's the imagination game that really is the most effective marketing tool here. There's so many people like I was surprised that not all, that so few people apparently had the uh, the preconception that when we'd be getting a remake of The Last of Us, we'd be getting The Last of Us. <laughs> like, am I so off base for thinking that was like the minimum of what we'd get, and that'd be it? Yes, Scott. They expected apparently, a brand new a game. I, I, you know what? I I would say I'm surprised, but I'm not. That, right. The collective not the depressing amount, thing, isn't it? The collective amount yeah. of brain cells in that community, and not even sorry, just not even just that community, but like, not to be like oh gamers and gatekeeping, but Gamer like the amount of the amount of brain cells in the mainstream gaming community is so fucking low that it's just like, and maybe it's also just a Twitter and thing. I bring Twitter users down. are also fucking. <laughs> Thank you, Michael. <laughs> Taking one for the rest of the class. Yeah. <laughs> 
I mean, it could also be a Twitter thing too, because Twitter users are legitimately like 50 IQ points beneath the average person. <laughs> um, they have Logan, don't hold back. I don't think I'm going to advertise I, this episode on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> you know who you are. No, I take that back. No, you don't. Logan. You don't. You think that I'm not talking about you, but I am. Um, <laughs> don't you know who I think I am? <laughs> no, but seriously, like Twitter is an absolute cesspool of like the most idiotic people on the planet, and it's I, it doesn't surprise me that especially people on Twitter would be like, What do you mean we're getting a remake and it's the same? What do you mean? Of course, right. that that is a Twitter person, it's also a Reddit person, but. It's definitely right. a Twitter person. <laughs> well, it's an oh, example of why, you know, we have so many pre-rendered things these days instead of actual gameplay. Because once you see the gameplay, the spell gets broken, you know? Yeah. So many games these days don't have interesting gameplay in a show, so they sell you on the spectacle. And who do you have to think for that? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Logan keeps bringing it back. Can I just, sorry, I just, I feel Logan, I feel like let's I need stop to talking sh- about this wolf bringing it back. <laughs> <laughs> I need to uh, I need to mention this because I saw this just to kind of give you an idea of what I mean when I say people like people on Twitter are just subhuman idiots. Um, <laughs> it's I, getting more and more vitriolic every time. I, well, because I every saw time. a tweet where someone was talking about because I, I don't know. Do you guys? Uh, I think it's I think it has to do with VTubers. I don't know. But somebody was talking about like, oh, VTubers. you know, here's my here's my arts for like helping uh, riggers and animators like to rig their VTuber models or whatever. And somebody actually said, Some guy. Um, um, can we not use that R word? Because it sounds too close to a racial slur. Can't we use rigged animators? Because that's not <laughs> I'm joking. Not joking. Again. I'm not joking. Just like that. I'm not joking. That is something that someone on this planet thought was okay to put out there and really thought that they were doing something good for the world. That is how far we've fallen. Again, it's hard to tell the bait from the reality, and that means that the reality exists. I hope to God that it is a troll. I really do. But But Scott's right. It's really hard to tell, so that means somewhere out there it is like there's it is there is a truth there that some people are that stupid (laughs) sorry i let's get back on topic i felt like i had to share that because it's just it's it hurt him that much inside it it, it hurt me and i need it to hurt you (laughs) i will not a man of the people (laughs) i share my trauma I refuse to suffer alone or quietly. <laughs> you will all experience you, it. You are welcome. I am a true hero. <laughs> what were we talking about? <laughs> all right, Mr. Hero, do you have anything to say about pre-release coverage? Uh, no, I think we kind of covered it. My only other thing was like, again, 
the two big things that I really, really don't like about it is, well, I guess three. The spoilers, that's more of a personal thing for me. I know some people don't care, so I'll keep that more as a personal thing for me. I hate how clean and corporate and safe and like, oh, oh, get the tango, gamer. Oh, that's some pretty epic loot there. Pega. I taught you that. I'm the master now. Oh, God, shut up. Why are you so good at that? Why am I not in Hollywood writing for the? I don't know. That's a good question. I, Where's my? Like, that's my calling. I found it. Honestly, um, how clear? And then uh, just the unrealistic and unattainable expectations that the marketing like tricks people into thinking. And it's not just the dumb people on Twitter that get tricked. <laughs> right. They, sometimes they are quite sneaky. And can really make it seem so- like something it's not. And that's just, it's, that's something that bothers the hell out of me. That's why I don't, that's again, why I try and go in blind. Because again, everyone was so goddamn excited about Cyberpunk. That was a game that had so much goddamn hype for pre-release. And it was, you know, every time they tried to delay it. And again, obviously, like there's a lot of chicanery going uh, along around there. Uh, CD Projekt Red, as much as I like them for the witcher and whatnot they definitely dropped the ball they did shit that they shouldn't have done they it, and again I, I don't know what happened back there but i will honestly part of it is i will blame part of it on the hype train that the developers were getting death threats because they were kept trying to push back the game and it came to a point where they had to sell it like and you may say oh no they didn't well sure but how the fuck do you know that like were there publishers that were you know forcing we don't know there's a lot of blame to go around and the hype train is something that we created but i didn't pay attention to so when i got cyberpunk like fucking six months later and i got it for like half off and it was you know it was working and i played the game and i was like wow that was a really enjoyable game that i think i might play again and that was definitely worth 25 dollars and then I go in the comments of like any cyberpunk video and people are just like, this game sucks! <laughs> well, we've talked about like, before oh that there was really no reason to not release cyberpunk besides Goodwill, because at that point they literally had made all they, of their money. They back have, they have, yeah, they did make all of their money. You're right. Like they would, they, the development costs of continuing it, like, no, it's just, you can make the money now. Like business wise, just release it. Yeah, obviously I, it's going it's, it's going to sour later CG Project Red stuff, but in the moment, yeah. I mean they got money. Yeah, I think the, and I think the one thing that I, I don't, so you have more to do. No, I was just, there was a because I've seen a video of like there's uh there's I don't remember who it was, but there's like a gaming journalist on YouTube, so not like someone associated, someone who actually does work instead of whatever the fuck gaming journalists on websites do. Uh, they were actually there. There was actually apparently something with like I think the beta test, and again, not this doesn't mean cd project red gets off the hook they're not off the hook they shouldn't have done what they did but there is a lot more background that they like uncovered with like some of the beta testers and like so like i guess the company that runs the beta testing where they were not communicating with cd project red they were giving them a bunch of like i don't know if bullshit's the right word but like just not it was it, like there was a lot of like not good things going on so uh yeah yeah <laughs> yeah okay yeah <laughs> you got that one but no sorry Flash, sorry uh... it's just because everyone is just like because everyone's like oh they lied to uh, uh, cd project it's the devil and 
blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, yeah, you have good points, but why can we not take this from a measured perspective? Like, yes, there was some shit that fucked up on their end. Why can't we not realize that the hype was also part of the issue and the fucking, I, I, I don't know. there's a lot of variables in that and nobody wants to take all of them into consideration and it just annoys me take all these nuts into consideration yeah oh and that well that's the other thing about oh wait that's the other thing wait what well that's i was gonna say with pre-release like so especially with a pre-release that like gets so much hype and then it flops even though it didn't really quote-unquote flop but it like made a lot of hate like god forbid that's the reason i don't comment saying like yeah you know i enjoyed it because i know i'm gonna get absolutely assaulted with people being like oh you like the story you're a fucking idiot you're a stupid no, you idiot no and you're ruining the gaming industry i'm i'm be like i why can't i like like something like i remember i remember like reading through a thread of one guy being like yeah i know i actually like the story and one guy was like why do you like the story? And he's like, you know, okay, that's fair. And he gave like a general answer. And he's like, why do you care about these characters? He's just like, oh, you know, this is why I care. And he's like, well, why does why is that a compelling reason? And he's just like, did you did you play the game? <laughs> and the guy was just like, that's a, that's a non-answer. That's a non-answer. You're you're avoiding the question. And it's just like the guy the guy clearly had a report on the game that he no, was yeah, yeah, he was very yeah. slacking on. He just needed well, answers and he wasn't no, getting but them. but the thing I'm like I'm reading this guy, he's giving reasonable responses, he's giving like solid responses for why he enjoys it. And this guy was just like he kept going like a level deeper and deeper and deeper Nothing was good to a point where him. yeah, no, where a point was like he was just like, Oh, well, why do you like this? And he's just like, Well, I told you why I liked it. He's just like, Well, because so, I like it. Like you're avoiding the you? question. And it's just like, what? So like, care. what do you Didn't want from here? Yeah, and it's just L, like, what do you, no what do you, it's like, what do you want from the guy? He like explained to you, and it's like the way you're asking the questions. It's just like, it really sounds like you didn't play the game. And when he's just like, did you actually play it? The guy's just like, avoiding the question. I'm just avoiding the question. Answer my question. It's just like he did like three times, and you keep asking it in different ways. Like, what do you? Logan, if there's anything I've learned from being entrenched in the DBD community for like three yeah. years at this point, uh, it's that don't bother. Like literally, no. oh, people yeah. will say, oh, oh I-, I like going against this killer. No, you don't. Yeah. That's the response. No, you don't. Yeah. yeah. It, it's it's such an insane thing that people can't like things that you dislike or they can't dislike things you like. It's like they're wrong idiots for it. And I'm... <laughs> I'm well, that's a whole topic too. we could get I'm into. I'm guilty about, of this too. You know, I'll be honest. I know I've tribalism said in mul- games. I've said on here multiple times that if there's a certain things that if you like it, I think you're an idiot. I will stand by what I said because I do think that <laughs> because no one's ever been able to because I try if someone gives me a reasonable like reason why they like it, I can be like, okay, you know, I still don't like it, but that's fair. There are some things where people have yet to give me any sort of logical reason to why they enjoy something where I'm just like, okay, no, you're just, you're just either dumb or coping very hard. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I try not Don't to care. be that guy. I can't, I can't, Didn't I can't be, L- yeah, see, I, L-L-L. I'm never that guy, but I can be, I'm trying not to be a hypocrite, <laughs> but it happens to all of us. We're not Poe, but he's nerfed. <laughs> Damn, he's a poet, Good and he doesn't even know it. 
<laughs> I remember that from the fifth grade. Was it fifth? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> right. I can't sorry, remember. Yeah, I've, sorry, so, yeah, that's my kind of whole, that's the Logan spiel where I talk for 10 minutes and ramble and people probably skip over it. And, hey, I don't blame you. This concludes <laughs> the Logan's therapy portion of the show, sponsored yes. by Manscaped. Manscaped. Deal God, with it already, please bro. don't, please, been a week. please, please don't mention them. I'm so sick of their goddamn commercials. <laughs> I am so sick of their commercials. Logan, want to talk about fake you. fucking gamer like he? <laughs> 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 Come to the thank you note from them. Want to talk about? I'm just like, especially now that they're getting advertisements for like Star Wars and stuff. It's just like, God, shut up! <laughs> and all their commercials are like ten minutes long. It's like, why? I don't know. Sorry, I'm but to just, get I'm, back on top. Yeah, sorry, I'm just, I'm <laughs> sick of Manscaped. It's like, oh god, the commercials piss me off. Sorry. Thank you on. to Manscaped for sponsoring this podcast. <laughs> yes. I think the the thing about pre-release coverage and the cyberpunk stuff actually does lead into this a little bit. Is that I feel like, well, obviously there's been a a bit of a dearth <sighs> in terms of actual previews of stuff. Like that yeah. was a big thing with cyberpunk. You don't act, you didn't actually see the PS4 and Xbox One versions of the games before launch. Yeah. And a lot of people are like, why is that? Why can't we see those versions? CD Projekt Red. CD Projekt Red is like, no, no. Yeah, like if, if a developer ever puts review embargoes on a game, hold your money, please. For the love of God. Right. Stop being stupid. And can we please stop pre-ordering games? Like, really? Can we stop? Fucking get the game first, and then pre-order. Wait for other wait for other people to play the game. If you're really on the fence, can we stop pre-ordering a game after one trailer? How many? They probably don't have it up here, but how many people? I, I can bet you, if God of War went on pre-order now, which it might be, I don't know. I, yeah, I, oh, it's on pre-order. Oh god, yeah, I'm sure they probably already made their money back. At least it has a date for pre-order, though. Like, some games will just go on pre-order, and there's no date, there's no anything. You can just pre-order it. Like, okay. What about this? Like, I think it was Shadow of the Tomb Raider. I remember I got a screenshot of the page before, like, the game was even really properly announced. The pre-order page was available. There was no release date, and there were no, like, little notes, like, (laughs) this is about the game, stuff like that. It was, here, let me see if I can find it. It was, like action game renowned series <laughs> Stuff like that. where was it i need to find this but yeah so many games go on pre-order but that's part of the whole marketing machine you gotta get it now you gotta hurry get your copy before the digital store runs out oh wait no they won't <laughs> but they don't know that you're right it could but you never know it could and i don't know <sighs> see if i can find it but yeah while i'm doing that has anyone else like it, it seems like there's less just like generally hands-on interviews like this used to be a thing where you know there'd be like the the preview or stuff like that oh you mean where they'd actually the be like playing the game and talking about it you know why they stopped doing that scott games are us, no longer interesting yeah they have nothing to talk about the mechanics aren't new they don't have anything to say during those Right. Oh, here it is. I found it. I found the screenshot. It was Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Uh, there, there was no final art. There was like a trailer, no release date. About the product. Highly anticipated title. Many hours of gameplay. Much loved franchise. That was it. That was so all that was on the that. Amazon page. 
simple uh, buzzwords. All correct. Many hours of gameplay. I love that. <laughs> that could mean three. That could be 30. I don't know what it means. Could be all, all uh, people. But, but about the hands-on previews of sites just being like, this is the preview of the game. <sighs> Maybe I'm wrong here. Maybe I'm just looking in the wrong places. As you often But are. I feel like I could be. I could be. Wait. Yeah, I, could be. <laughs> I feel like we only really get those previews if the developers don't care or if there's like... Because like, I feel like most of the previews I've seen that are just like the preview have been negative. Something like uh, the Lord of the Rings Gollum game was getting some negative previews. And it's weird because I just don't feel like I see many like written articles like I we played for two hours. Here we go. Like I'll see YouTube videos about that. Like I played four hours of this. What you need to know. But it feels like in terms of articles, it's only there. If it's negative stuff like uh, it was Lord of the Rings. And I can't remember what it was otherwise. I don't know. Is that a weird trend that I'm just making up? No, because no. they stopped doing that because, like I said before, Scott, games are no longer interesting. So whenever mm. you do have a preview, the reason why it's overwhelmingly negative is because developers nowadays tend to... Sorry, I say developers, but like a lot of bigger studio games tend to not break the mold and tend to be boring as shit and unfinished. That's why. Mm-hmm. You can quote me on yeah, that. Yeah, I, I don't really, uh, <laughs> can't really argue with that. Well, I mean, and then, you know, the more stuff that gets previewed, the more chance that uh, the negative stuff gets picked up. Because we are in a very analytical culture right now because we can freeze frame anything and we can see this yeah. stuff. I mean, like, think about, remember when we bullied Halo Infinite back a year? Because it's, <laughs> it's like alien guy like was it craig i think the internet named it craig it was yeah. to look really bad graphically and i mean it could have been an old i don't know the story behind craig it could have been an old build it could have just been you know a vertical slice they made for the show but we bullied it back a year so it clearly had a had an impact and can we not act like that's not a bad thing remember oh, how no. the sonic movie used to look Remember how it looks now? You mean the Remember legend they... that it was versus <laughs> the travesty that it is? I, Michael gets it. He's on the ball. Mm-hmm. Bullying work. Bullying work on that too. No, but seriously, like if something's shit, the developers should know and try to fix it so their game isn't forever shit. They can try and do something about it. But no, companies nowadays are like, oh, we don't want negative. And, you know, fair enough. People don't want negative press. But what they're going to do is, oh, we don't want negative press or we don't want negative press. And we also don't want to spend money fixing the bad shit in our game. So we're just going to hide it and then we're just going to send it out and then we're going to fix it later. And then we're going to make all the the money. Giga Chad, Sega and Sonic team and just say, like, we know that there's been negative reception to Sonic Frontiers. It will release anyway. I don't care. <laughs> like that became one of those games that just got pushed a lot because I think it had a few deals. I think IGN had a deal with it to just like every day show something new from the game all month. That could be an exaggeration, but it was at least a week solid of just new stuff from Sonic Frontiers. Yeah. We've talked about it on the show. Doesn't look promising. Looks no, very strange. Looks like some fan project that was like, look, I made a Sonic 3D game in Unreal where all yeah. the comments are going to say, Sega, hire this man. Well, they hired him. And the nightmares only just begun. (laughs) 
And I and mean, then I guess they said, we know there's been negative reception. I don't care. <laughs> I'm saying well, I'm we'll like anyway. getting this game anyway. And honestly, respect. And I mean, yeah, hey, fair enough. Also a little bit of fear. Fair enough that you're not, that at least you're not faking it with us. You're right. just being like, nah. That's either confidence in your game or, yeah, you just don't give a shit. It's like, all right, either this game's going to be really good and we haven't seen anything, or you're going to release a shit product. I've, fair enough. You take that, you take that roll of the dice. <laughs> Sega looks it in the eye and goes, yes. Yeah, pretty much. We will see. But, I mean, they should get that negative reception. They shouldn't think that their game is perfect because no game is perfect. And if they can fix it before except launch... Except for the Sega game. Yeah, yeah except for the Sega game. But if they if they have the opportunity to fix it for... I, I feel like any developer worth their salt would want that, you know, that feedback to be able to make the best game that they can make. But no, publishers and companies are just like, no, we don't want negative reception, so we're just going to hide it. It's, 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 yeah. it's real shit that they do that. But, I mean, that's kind of another consequence of pre-release footage is because games used to get negative reception before they came out and i don't remember if like much actually ever got fixed i'll be honest but they're like oh no we don't want that because pre-release footage is getting more and more because it's more and more mainstream so let's just hide it yeah if you just don't show it they can't get upset about it it's true right well the the one story that has entered my head that i feel like i want to say before we wrap on this yeah, a, the Evil Within uh, game from 2014, in yeah. which the uh, the pre-release stuff shown at E3, uh, it painted the picture of like a horror <clears> game, <throat> where it was basically like the first level. It was a dark forest. It was kind of scary. I think I can't remember exactly what it was. It was either it it was a dark forest scary game, look, it's a horror game, and then turned out to not be, or something like something in between. Like it it ended up being much more of an action game with horror elements than the survival yeah. horror that it was framed as through the pre-release footage. Yeah. And that's just what the companies do these days, unfortunately. They try to, and that's, I mean, that's marketing though, right? Like you got to manipulate a certain narrative to attract intrigue. It's true. That's it. Is there anything else to be said or? No, I think I, no, I I think I've covered my three main points. Spoilers. Michael, do you have anything to uh, send us off on? Not really. I mean, with the pre-release coverage, I, I like a little bit to kind of wet my palate when I see a, you a level up game, but <laughs> but uh, too much is, is not good. Because then it, it takes away kind of what Logan was mentioning, takes away the excitement about it, so the, right. the surprise. Scott, please. Michael is only here to be here. <laughs> His speaking you role is at the beginning and the end. <laughs> <laughs> and he nailed be introduced unenthusiastically michael i will be completely honest if you have more thoughts or you want to add on to us because i know we're wrapping it up now but tell us to shut the fuck up so you can speak i want no, you to talk fine. more michael no michael be assertive call logan names it doesn't have to be relevant call me frank and then we'll all be really confused <laughs> But we all we always call you Frank, so we wouldn't be confused. You're right. Shit. Remember when you kept going through that phase of asking, "Can I be frank with you?" You can. You are. 
<laughs> you are Frank with the children. Sure, you and can he's be Frank, Frank with you I don't know. at home, listening, <laughs> chatting with Faith I, I, I don't, Hello, I don't know how this will help this situation, but sure, you can be Frank. <laughs> can I still be Scott? Man, I'm, uh, I'm me. <laughs> Guys, come on, you're scaring Frank. <laughs> Not Frank. Uh, thank you everybody for listening on this episode of chatting with fate accompli uh thank you frank and frank for joining me um this has been frank <laughs> signing off with chatting chatting with oh. franka frank lie i'll talk to frank all you franks that's, next that's week. too many franks you're getting too silly right now Logan. That's too many who goodbye everybody frankly my dear i don't give a damn that's from a movie. Should have said I don't give a frank. God damn it.